I'm Enrique Cerna, and welcome to Reporter's Notebook. Joining me is KCTS 9 intern Peter Choi. Peter is an international student from South Korea. He attends Seattle Pacific University, where he is a senior majoring in communication and sociology. Peter has written a personal essay published on our website at KCTS, kcts9.org, about the deadly shooting at SPU that took place on June 5th, 2014, taking the life of his good friend, Paul Lee. The shooter, Aaron Ibarra of Mount Lake Terrace, came onto the SPU campus and opened fire in Otto Miller Hall. He was recently found guilty of premeditated first-degree murder for the death of Paul Lee, as well as other charges. Ibarra had pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity. In his essay, Peter Choi, who attended the Ibarra trial, writes about the impact of losing his friend to a senseless act of gun violence and how it shook his belief in America. Well, Peter, first, tell me about your relationship with Paul. Uh, how did you guys meet? How did you become mm-hmm. buddies? Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time I met Paul was uh, during my first year, uh, during my sociology class. I believe that was winter quarter. And my school is predominantly white uh, students as um, private school, private school. Yeah. Uh, it's really rare to see the uh, the students of color, and I, I remember I was sitting in the back, and this this guy just he was really late to the class, and he's just like walking just in the middle of class, interrupting everybody, and sitting in the front row of the class. I was like, who is this guy? But at the same time, he seems like he's you know he seems like he's a Korean. It's like. Hmm, I got to talk to him afterwards. And we ended up having the same group project, and we got really close to that after that. So, Did you also kind of talk about the fact that he was Korean-American, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and you're Korean, and how that, uh, the, the cultural connection? Exactly. So... Um, so I, I introduced myself like, hey, I'm an international student from, from South Korea. And he's like, no way. And even though he's a Korean-American, he, we share different Korean culture in a way that um, um, even just listening to music and stuff like that, it's really different. And so I share my, you know, my love for K-pop, which is a Korean pop music and, you know, Korean barbecue and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, I do love Korean barbecue as well. And so we, um, we share too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we shared, uh, those kind of values, but it, it, yeah, we had some great memories from that. So you yeah. connected, the two of you connected. Right away. Right, right away. away. Yeah. Where were you on the day of the shooting? Um, the day of shooting, I was, uh, there was a week before a finals and, uh, uh, I was sitting in my room, um, in the dorm, um, just, just studying, um, trying to get through finals. Um, and all of a sudden my resident advisor, um, he started yelling and I was like, what the heck is going on? And f- at first I thought it was just a pranking. And, no, just close all the doors. Like, go inside, go inside. And he's like, what the heck is going on? And I asked my sweet mates. And it's like, hey, do you know what's going on? He's like, I have no idea. And all of a sudden, I hear helicopters uh, flying above building, sirens going around, getting all the text messages, email. Um, and I realized this is, this is happening. People checking in on you. Yeah. He's like, are you, you okay? okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And even... Some folks um, that I knew from Colorado, uh, they start asking me, "Are you okay? 
are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm okay. What's going on? He's like, okay, well, calm down. There's a shooting at school. Um, so just stay inside. Don't get out. Um, just, yeah, I'm glad you're okay. Um, yeah. How long after all of this happened mm-hmm. did you find out that your friend Paul was shot and killed by Aaron Ibarra? Um, it was only a few days later. I read a Seattle Times, and at first, when I read the, uh, the name Paul Lee, that sounded really similar. But it, there's so many Paul Lees. Yeah. And <laughs> Had you guys not seen each other for a little while? Or? No, after that quarter, we we, just, we talked, of course, on the campus and stuff, but we didn't have, like, you know, Classes you know, together. Classes together. Connection together, yeah. Yes. Um, so I was like, wait, who's Paul Lee? Oh, my gosh. That's that's my friend. Mm. How did it hit you? At first, um, I was I was so angry. Uh, I I I was talking to my mom like I I really want to. Of course, she she's like you know you should come back, come home, come home, please, please come home. Like I can't just leave you there. It's it's too dangerous and. I, I was like, yeah, I know, I know, but there's something, something that really hold me back. That I really want to stay here and continue that my studying, and I, I didn't know what that was until I wrote this essay and I figure out what is about America that produces these guys that was just filled with hate and anger, and ended up giving really easy, easy access to that weapons and stuff like that. Like, I want to find the answer. You know, what is the justice here and stuff like that. Yeah. You wrote uh, the shooting at SPU is exactly mm-hmm. the horror mm-hmm. that my parents and millions of parents around the world who send their children mm-hmm. to American universities mm-hmm. fear the most. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, there's a lot of terrorism. Um, not this country but around the uh, around the world um it's it's i don't know how to explain this but it's so hard um it's so hard to talk to my parents every time there's something happens mom dad i'm okay i'm okay i'm fine i'm here i'm i'm still in my room i'm studying it's okay but you know of course they're Nervous every time here about that. Well, let's talk about the differences between Mm -hmm. the U.S. Mm -hmm. and uh, South Korea. Because you also write this. You say um, that there is violence and mental illness and heartbreak in South Korea. Mm -hmm. Yet we have hardly any gun violence. South Korea has the world's strictest restrictions Mm -hmm. on civilian gun ownership. Mm -hmm. Death by guns is a rarity Mm -hmm. in my country. The death rate via firearms in the U.S. Mm -hmm. is over 131 times higher than South Korea's firearm death Mm -hmm. rate. So I take it that school shootings there don't happen, or if it's an extreme rarity? Extremely rare. Um, As far as I know, I I haven't heard anything like that. Um, And I think because we have mandatory military service that they're trying to keep all the weapons within the military, that I never even saw guns or touched guns until I came to this country, Um, until I went to Colorado 
um, as exchange student. So that was very rare to see something like that in Korea. Is this something that you're trying to understand about the differences between your country and ours, yeah, particularly um, when it comes to guns and a, and a gun culture? Yeah. What makes me so confused is that um, the people who own guns, um, when I shared this, my story, it's like, yeah, I feel you. I, I, yeah, I know, I, I know how much guns um, brings those kind of consequences. But guess what? You still have the guns. And I, I, I'm, trying to still, I'm trying to understand, like, okay, so why do you still have guns that <laughs> explain to me? I want to know what, why, you, why you still have the guns. Um, so you're trying to understand mm. the American culture, particularly when it comes to gun ownership. Yes, sir. Which is very, very strong um, versus what? What is the reality in your country where mm -hmm. it is? It's only military. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very rare. Very rare. Yeah. yeah. You also write this. Um, you came to the United States about six years ago mm -hmm. with a belief in American values, liberty, and justice for all citizens. Mm -hmm. The U.S. gun violence epidemic made me rethink all that. Tell me about that. Like I said before, like what is justice here? Um, that um, you could have guns and but people don't really think about the consequences after that and um, <clears throat> excuse me and when I when I said about justice um, it's Sorry, I lost my thought, but... Um, justice for your friend? Justice for my... I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out what is the justice that... My, my friend, he's already dead. Um, but the guns are still out there. There's still students dying on campus at least once a week. It's happening. And you're wondering why. Wonder why. You went to the trial. Mm -hmm. You sat mm -hmm. uh, not far away from Aaron Ibarra. Yes. Who uh, explained in his testimony that, uh, you know, he obviously is mentally ill, mm -hmm. uh, had uh, claimed a defense of uh, insanity, which did not work for him. Mm -hmm. Obviously, but he's ill. He's mentally ill, right. and, and it explained that you know he was filled with hate that day, and he wanted to hurt people, mm -hmm. and uh, he wanted to take hostages, which mm -hmm. he didn't do, um, but that's what he wanted to do. So mental illness is obviously an issue here. Mm -hmm. um, so, but going to the trial, did it help you at all? It helped. I, I somehow I really want to see his face. Um, as, as a student journalist, I really wanted to uh, have a thick, thick skin um, to, to cover a story like this. But man, it was it was different. When I actually sat down in court, it was nothing like a movie. Uh, I sat down and I saw his back of his head and he's just scratching his head and smiling. 
and act like nothing happened. And I could not handle so I just ended up leaving after an hour later. But um, I don't know that helped me. Um, I was, um, I had so much anger towards him somehow. And then I was like, okay, I need to, I need to come down. I need to, I need to get out of this court. Yeah. Writing this essay, mm-hmm. has it been cathartic? Has it been helpful in helping you yes. try to understand yes. and to heal? I, I believe so. I, um, thankfully, my, uh, my supervisor, Stephen, helped me a lot to gather these thoughts and put this in words. Um, it really helped me out. I, I try to understand more. I try to understand why he killed, why Ibarra killed Paul. And why is there a guns in this country? And it, it it taught me almost like a self exam that um, maybe when I when I was walking the street on campus, maybe did I ignore anybody? Um, maybe maybe I should have talked to them. If I see something crazy, something uh, some people going through the mental health uh, illness, uh, I should I should have I should have talked to them. You know, it became almost like a self-exam. Yeah. But has it changed you in the sense, of, in your whole sense of being on campus, maybe being anywhere now, mm-hmm. of being just aware, highly aware of what, of anybody, made you, I guess, a bit suspicious of just the people around you and surroundings? I, yeah, I try to listen to them more. Um if I see someone who's going through mental illness or mental health, I try to sit down with them and say, hey, what's going on? I try to talk to them rather than just, maybe you should try to find a hospital. Maybe you should try to just talk to your parents or something like that. It's easy to just blame government or hospital or the whole medical system, but it's not like that. We should just come back to ourselves and, okay, do we have we talked to them? person to person face to face and trying to understand what what's their what's what's their story so in writing this essay mm-hmm. um what kind of feedback have you gotten have you gotten emails and reactions yes very <laughs> negative <laughs> yeah very negative um <laughs> actually right sooners that have it, it, it's a mix uh responses um a lot of folks from from my school they said thank you so much for sharing that. Actually, uh, my vice, uh, our vice president of SPU, they, he sent me an email saying, Peter, thank you so much for sharing this story. That thank you so much for being a voice uh, for the SPU. And I, oh yeah, of course, I really appreciate that. And there's this email uh, and Facebook mes- Facebook messages and saying, okay, so if you don't like guns, why don't you just go back to your own, you know, country? Go back to Korea. Yes, I could. Honestly, I, I, I could just go back. I could just leave everything behind and just go back. But but guess what? There, there, still, there are still guns. There's still my friend, my, my personal friend in, in those situations who's going through um, that. He's no longer here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. What's the future hold after you finish school? Um, I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> That's a really good question. I, I should probably start thinking I was about there that more. Once, yeah. Yeah, 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 yes. Uh, but I still, 
Uh, I want to pursue journalism. I'm, You're in the state. Yes. Uh, this writing this story or just going through this whole journey, um, it gave me more motivation, uh, more encouragement somehow that um, the importance of journalism. And, yeah, I want to keep pursue that. So, All right. Yeah. Go get them. <laughs> Peter Choi's essay, Gun Culture Shock, the Seattle Pacific University Shooting, Shook My Belief in America, can be found on kcts9.org. And Peter, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. I'm Enrique Cerna, and this has been Reporter's Notebook. We'll talk more later. To hear more podcasts from KCTS 9 Digital Studios, visit kcts9.org slash podcasts.